Welcome to Shift. Today, we resume our behind the scenes preview of Inventors 2022, highlighting the seven exciting content tracks that you can experience there. Don't miss this opportunity to meet the people who are shaping, disrupting, and reimagining the world right here in Calgary from June 1st to 3rd. I'm Katya, and Thomas and I return as your Inventors guest hosts for one more round. The content track of the day is Game Changing Health. Leaps in medical science mean people enjoy longer, healthier lives, and someone born today will likely live to 150 years. Health professionals and policymakers are seeking new solutions and forging the creation of a more affordable, accessible, and higher quality healthcare system. Health innovation is occurring at an increasingly rapid pace in Alberta and around the world, with technology leading the way. We're seeking new ways to deliver services and achieve better outcomes, with the COVID-19 pandemic accelerating the shift towards digital and data-enabled innovation. Joining us as our guest today is Julie Shu, a senior product manager at DrugBank. DrugBank is the world's first intelligent and comprehensive drug knowledge platform. With the help of artificial intelligence, their expert team authors, verifies, and structures all of the latest biomedical information so they can be used to its fullest potential. Julie offers her take on what game-changing health really means. Like Julie says, healthcare has traditionally lagged behind other sectors in innovation, but the rules of the game are changing. On today's Shift for Inventures podcast, we focus on game-changing health, and we are joined by Julie Shu from DrugBank. Julie is an experienced product manager specializing in healthcare technology startups and scale-ups. Her passion for modernizing healthcare through technology led her to a bioengineering degree from the University of Pennsylvania, as well as multiple companies in the EMR, population health, value-based care, insurance, and pharmaceutical industries across North America. Welcome, Julie, and thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much, Thomas and Katya. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Great to have you here, Julie. So DrugBank has been described as the world's first intelligent and comprehensive drug knowledge platform. Tell us a little bit about what that means and the problem that you're trying to solve. Sure. So DrugBank is really solving the challenges associated with the world's exponentially growing biomedical data. There's just so much information out there and it's becoming increasingly difficult to find the correct information. You know, information can be disconnected. They can often be conflicting. It's very complex and obviously quickly outdated as there's more and more information. And this affects the entire healthcare industry. It means there's worse medical outcomes, high failure rates in clinical trials, wasted research dollars, and just slower uh, innovation in general. So at Drug Bank, we're really trying to provide the most relevant and most recent biomedical information. We have very broad and comprehensive coverage. We have structured and connected information and a lot of flexible searches and filters. So our mission is really to augment human intelligence so that all medical information from bench side to bedside is used to its full potential. And our vision is one in which there's a world where everyone has access to the best possible medical outcomes. That's really interesting. You mentioned 
like the vast quantity of biomedical information that's kind of out there and being used. So can you talk a little bit about like what the benefits are of collecting it onto one single platform and kind of what other techniques have been used in the past to try to access and sort it? Like how is it an improvement over what has been, been done before? Absolutely, yeah. So to answer your first question, there's lots of benefits to having information collected and organized in one place. First of all, uh, it means there's a broad coverage or we have comprehensive data. So customers can come to us for all of it instead of using different sources for different data sets and then having to combine and map that themselves. It means we can provide interconnectedness between all the different data in one place. So every data set is linked to another somehow. So for example, if you think of for a particular disease, what are the indicated treatments for it? Then what are the drugs with those indications? And then what are the drug products that could be prescribed uh, for those drugs? So it's all connected somehow. And then because of the comprehensiveness and the connected data, it means we can provide a lot of insights. It means we can answer questions and provide more information than just what the data itself says. And overall, it's a more usable, easier to implement, and uh, better experience for our customers. Then to your second question, uh, if I know what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. uh, so because there's so much data, obviously there's a lot of work that goes into synthesizing, structuring, and interpreting a lot of that information. And we are known for our artificial intelligence and AI that we put into creating a database like this. And that's very much our innovation in medical data collection. So like I said, every year there's millions and millions of journals that get published, but it gets harder and harder to use that. So our AI and machine learning really seeks out the latest biomedical information and our NLU or natural language understanding tools, they scan millions and millions of potential insights and that allows us to really scale our knowledge capture. But then we have our team of medical and scientific experts who verify everything and author new content. So we're very much combining both AI and human powered solutions to innovate biomedical data coverage and collection. And all of our approved data is then organized, connected, structured, like I mentioned before. And that means we can ensure not just comprehensive coverage, but also accuracy and quality. Yeah, and that accuracy and quality is definitely very important, especially if you are changing the way people collect data for medical reasons. This is just around something exciting that's happened with Drug Bank. You guys have just received $9 million in seed funding, which is huge. Um, can you talk with Talk about what that means for Drug Bank and what the future holds for the company. Thank you. Yes, we're very, very excited about it, as you can imagine. We've grown a lot in the past few years, very much organically, which is great. But as, as you can imagine, the seed funding means there's going to be even more growth to come. And we want to really supercharge a lot of that growth going forward by being able to rapidly scale our operations with the fundraise, uh, our R&D, grow our team, PS we're hiring, build more products, form partnerships, et cetera, all the things that you'd imagine that come with a fundraise. And we really envision ourselves as becoming critical infrastructure for the healthcare industry and really changing the way that medicine is done. 
by enabling better decision-making for stakeholders across the entire industry than what's really possible today. So, you know, from healthcare providers to researchers to regulators, really everyone. And we want to fulfill our mission and vision that I mentioned before going forward. That's really the long-term plan. Uh, and again, our mission is to augment human intelligence so that all medical information can be used to its full potential. And we envision a world in which everyone has access to the best possible medical outcomes. So we're excited for the future and uh, we hope everyone in the Alberta community and around the world uh, is as well. So you brought up how Drug Bank is kind of helping to shape the decisions that are being made by both researchers and healthcare providers. And Drug Bank's always been cited, already been cited more than 26,000 times in academic publications. So how does that kind of trickle down and affect the experience that the end patient ultimately has? Great question. So first of all, we provide the most up-to-date information as I talked about before. So that means patients and clinicians have access to that because drug information is constantly evolving, right? There's new drug products being approved regularly or taken off the market. There's new research that a certain drug could be used to treat a certain disease. So much new information coming out. So we make sure that patients, clinicians, all the stakeholders have access to all the most up-to-date information. Then secondly, we provide a lot of insights and decision support. So as you can imagine, there are so many different factors and so much information that goes into any clinical decision, right? What drug should be prescribed? Uh, you know, what is the best next step for this particular patient? So we are very much augmenting human intelligence in that way because it's impossible for a doctor to have all the information in his or her head. So we provide a lot of support in making those decisions and we provide insights so that clinicians can make the most informed decision with our data, but also patients can do that for themselves as well. And then lastly, it would say that we very much provide reference or knowledge in general for everyone so that patients and clinicians can understand their health decisions and outcomes. You know, what can I expect when I take this drug? What should I do if I experience certain adverse effects? We can provide and share that knowledge with everyone so that, again, everyone can have the best possible medical outcomes. But then is this actually open to members of the public? So if they've just been prescribed a drug, are they able to go on Drug Bank and search it up and kind of research the information um, so that they can kind of make it their own decisions like within the context of what their doctors have recommended? Yes, absolutely. We offer something called Drug Bank Online, which is uh, our general public site that's open to everybody. Uh, we have, I think, 12 million users every year, so it's already widely, widely popular. And uh, We get lots of stories sometimes of just everyday people saying, oh, I use Drug Bank Online and I was able to answer this question or help figure out this particular health situation, which is always fantastic to hear. But outside of that, we really have a wide range of customers and users. So besides the general public, we also have commercial customers. So these are customers or users in either a clinical purpose, such as the decision support we offer, or in a pharma space when it comes to drug discovery or repurposing. We have a lot of academics, researchers, and students who also use us for their research. Uh, as you've mentioned before, Katya, we've been cited many times. So really, Drug Bank is for everyone uh, in, in all of these different roles and definitely for the public. 
to help improve their health. And and on that note, how, how does Drug Bank exactly help create a better me- medical outcomes for patients in Alberta and across the world? I guess you, you you have touched on that a little bit already, but if you could expand in the sense of, I guess, what is different from maybe 10 years ago when people were wanting answers on what kind of medications and drugs they were needing? How, how is Drug Bank changing that? Absolutely. I would say in the past 10 years, the the healthcare industry has really shifted, right? The new trend going forward is everyone wants control of their own health and wants access to the information related to their health. They want to be part of the decision making. It's not just left up to the clinicians or to the experts. Everyone wants to be part of it. We have better technologies nowadays that also enable us to be part of that uh, journey and to have that information for ourselves, to look up more information if we want it. So we're very much a part of all of that, collecting all the information out there, making sure it's up to date, making sure the right information is available, uh, making that available to both patients and clinicians and uh, everyone that wants to be involved. And definitely part of the overall trend of personalizing medicine or what's called precision medicine and making sure that we're providing both the data that we have that's accurate and up-to-date and comprehensive so that a lot of those algorithms and whatever's being developed is put into place, but also a lot of our clinical applications as well to make sure that those are valid and uh, the most effective for all patients. While we're on the topic of better technologies and kind of um, enabling precision healthcare for each individualized patient, Drug Bank has applications that are able to do things like allow a physician to check for potential interactions with other drugs or even predict a drug allergy based on other drugs that patients are allergic to. So do you want to talk a little bit more about this? Because it sounds really cool. Yeah, for sure. I'm really glad you asked because our clinical API or application programming interface is actually the product that my team and I specifically work on. So I'm always really excited to talk about it. And as you said, Katya, APIs are increasingly common nowadays. It's really just a software interface or a connection between computer programs. So think of it as a way to exchange information. So we offer our API as really a clinical intelligence tool is what we like to call it to our customers who are often clinical software providers, but it's a way to easily access the insights from our data that they are looking for. So there's a lot of advantages to APIs. They're developer friendly, they're fast, they have high availability, they're easy to integrate, et cetera. But essentially what it means is that our customers don't need to learn or work with all of our data they can just get the specific insights they're looking for. So for example, you know, what are the possible drug-drug interactions with the patient's medication list? Or looking up specific drug products, you know, what's the name, root, strength, and form? Or what are its indications or adverse effects? Or what are the drug labels associated with it? We have products in over 10 regions worldwide and cross-mappings to other identifiers as well but it's really just an easy way for our customers and users to get access to the health information they need to better support their decisions and really provide a lot of actionable insights. We have talked a lot about how Drug Bank is innovating the um, the workspace of game-changing health, but you guys are also 
changing the way workplaces work. Drug Bank was just named the, one of the best workplaces in Canada, according to Great Places to Work. Yay. How do you describe your workplace culture and what sets Drug Bank apart from other companies you may have worked with? I'm so glad you asked about this because this is something we're super proud of, aside from, like you said, the game-changing health that we're doing. But thanks so much, first of all. Uh, we're very excited. It's something that we've all known internally, obviously, for a long time. Right. But it's great to get external validation and to you know share it with everybody. Uh, I would really summarize our culture is that we just really care and take care of our employees. And we want everyone to be themselves and bring their best self to work. I know a lot of companies say that, but I think we also walk the walk, so to speak. We are a remote first company, so we value flexibility and the team members can work anywhere, anytime, whatever works for them. We are obviously uh, offered good compensation and this is a combination of a healthy living wage, which we just published a blog post about, to pay transparency, uh, employee share options, benefits, all of that. We offer a lot of ownership over our work and our roles. I think that's huge. So not just being a cog in a wheel, but feeling like you're really making an impact and being right. able to grow in your role. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities for growth and professional development. Then uh, we have a bunch of time off, personal days, company-wide rest and rejuvenation days, unlimited mental health days. I could go on and on and list all yeah, the things. Yeah. But um, I think most importantly, we also keep pushing ourselves to be better too, that we are a high growth company, but we take staff well-being seriously. And that's very rare. And I, I've been through a bunch of startups and that is uh, not very common at all. But as our people team would say, we don't just want to be a great place to work. We want to be a great place for our team to build a life that they love. So if any of that sounded interesting, we are hiring, as I mentioned before. Uh, check out drugbank.com slash careers. I have one kind of final question from me. I would say, since we're talking about game-changing health today, that's the theme of our episode, what would you say that game-changing health means to you kind of from a drug pain? bank perspective and where would drug bank like to see healthcare going kind of in the next decade? Ooh, that's a really good question. Let me think about that one for a little bit. <laughs> so what does game changing health mean to me? And how do I see drug bank as being part of that or taking that? Yeah, absolutely. I would say game changing health to me is very much revolutionizing the healthcare industry would say as compared to a lot of other industries out there, healthcare is very much behind in terms of adopting technology and new technologies. If you think about you know, retail or um, finance, et cetera, a lot of those areas are incorporating technology already. It's very easy to order something online and have it delivered to you. We in healthcare are still faxing in 2022. So there's a lot of work and, and a lot of innovation that to come, right? That can really make the whole system better and easier for everyone. So I think Drug Bank is very much going to be part of that, of incorporating technology into healthcare, making that easier and more usable for everyone, making sure we are. Uh, making that accessible, but also surfacing the most relevant data and information. I think that's a big part of what I talked about today is there is so much information out there related to healthcare. How do we make sure the right 
and most relevant information is surfaced to the right person at the right time. That is a challenge that comes with technology and incorporating technology into healthcare, and especially with so many stakeholders in the industry. So I very much look forward to drug banks being a part of that revolution in the industry. And maybe if all of us talk of it again in 10 years, Hopefully we won't be faxing anymore and we'll be, you know, as uh, advanced as a lot of the other industries out there. And then we'll, we'll, we can definitely say that it's been game changing. Amazing. That's, that's a great note to end on. Again, thank you so much, Julie, for, for talking with us today. We look forward to seeing you at Inventures and, and thank you so much. Thank you so much, Thomas and Katya. I really enjoyed chatting with both of you and uh, thanks so much. This has been our Game Changing Health episode of Shift. Intrigued by our conversation today? There are three whole days of content just like this waiting for you at Inventures 2022. And all you need to do is visit inventurescanada.com to get your ticket. Thank you so much for joining us and see you next time here on Shift. <laughs>